take one dating as a senior citizen with Sam Neese. <laughs> senior citizen? <laughs> Fuck this. I'm out of here. No, stop. <laughs> okay. Girl, stop talking. All the shit that people are thinking but not saying. I'm not even like drunk. I've just been like drinking. Does my podcast offend you? Men, if you're listening, I apologize in advance. Women, hey bitches, are you ready? Are you still talking? Girl, stop talking. Hey guys, happy Monday. I am normally in my zone and my vibe when I'm recording these now. I've done enough to be comfortable at this point, but I'm a little nervous because I have... I have someone very near and dear to my heart on the podcast today, um, introducing my dad, Sam, what's up? Hi there. (laughs) So cool to be with you. I've watched you grow into such a beautiful, strong woman. So proud of you. Okay. Are you excited to be on the episode? Um... I don't know if I'm excited. I'm interested okay. to see what the hell you're into, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so we'll see how it goes. Okay. Why don't you tell us a little bit of one-year-old, bachelor, healthy, healthy single man in a world of... <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't say that. No. Oh my God. Uh, uh, it's just a struggle, you know. I, yeah. So anyway, I'm just a healthy fitness guy that you know loves health and eats right. And yeah. Been uh, at it for a long time. Okay. So today we're basically going to be talking about like what it's like to date as an older man. Mm-hmm. Okay, someone that's like you know. <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> I'm trying. Me a senior citizen and an older man in the last ten minutes. <laughs> Dad. Thank you very much. Well, I'm sorry. When do you get your social security check in one year? Like, come on. Uh, one year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're going to be talking about dating, what your experience is. Um, let's go down. Do you mind talking about, like, your previous dating history? Like, obviously, I know, like, about all that. But let's um, inform the people. Um. When I was younger, yes, I was uh, very attractive. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh my God. I had women. I turned down many more women than I ever have been with. Yeah, I I was selective. And a lot of guys didn't understand that, you know, trying to keep them all away. Except (sighs) for a few good ones. (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty funny. In my last episode... Uh, we talked about I had a potential co-host on and we talked about the art of seduction and so that was like one of the things that we talked about the balance of feminine and masculine energy are like equal oh interesting yeah so we talked about that last week which I thought it was so cool to like have you on and kind of like understand why that is and that's why I brought that up is because you just said like you know I was turning people away left and right yeah well I'll just say you know most of my life I've I didn't really realize, but I'm a very sensitive person. Okay. For a man. Yeah. Okay. Um, I am a loving, caring, compassionate man. And in the male world, that 
looks weird right to most people being sensitive and wearing you know a lot of the guys you know that would see me or run with me or they were always just you know on me that i was you know really okay (laughs) like you were too sensitive too feminine okay yeah that's crazy so now like looking at it from a different perspective you're kind of seeing like the difference on how that is yeah but you know from what i understand over time you're younger than i am but as a, a full balanced man i've learned is is a man that can share his feelings and share his hurt and his pain and um what he likes what he doesn't like hurt him and things that uh you know he's not uncomfortable you know he's not uncomfortable to talk about it with his right. partner so yeah so maybe i thought i was weird when i was younger because i was so caring and loving and now i know it was just you know i've as i've gotten older i've grown to know that it's okay it's okay right. to cry how many times do you cry i know <laughs> i know i think no in my generation you don't see because you get this whole picture and a lot of it has to do with social media and how like this is how a man should be this is how a woman should be look eat whatever um and i think a lot of men it is really hard for a lot of men to like this um, generation that we're in to take dating seriously because mm. of those things it's a very it's like a hookup culture you you always said you had serious relationships right yeah i have to be no i wasn't perfect okay <laughs> i've heard <laughs> so i've always tried to be committed yeah to be able to have sex with a woman mm-hmm. now granted i wasn't perfect but majority of my relationships were committed relationships i thought oh <laughs> ouch some shade <laughs> that's awesome so moving forward to now how long have you been actively dating or trying to find what what is it that you're trying to find let's start there i really want you know a partner i i like i said i want someone that can commit to be faithful and be with me only and uh Someone that, you know, is healthy, not perfect, but trying. Mm -hmm. I realize after 50, our bodies don't want to do what, you know, we want them to do sometimes. But, um, yeah, I just want someone that, you know, is trying to be healthy, that, you know, uh, that looks at life, uh, that, you know, they can see that, hey, I want to live and I want to do things that are fun and fit right and be yeah. active yeah. and live the you know the remainder time with someone that you care for and doing the things that you love as if you would any other way basically right. Right. so is it do you find that it's harder now at your age dating because of some of those reasons what i've seen now like i've only really started on the dating sites the last two or three years i've, I've met women all the time but they're for me younger Okay. And I, you know, I don't need, I don't want that. I, I believe for me, I need to have someone that is in my generation. I see that a lot of women, if you don't have a house and a boat and a, you know, and a bank account, you know, they're just, I don't know if they're really interested, you know? Yeah. I, I, I don't have any money. 
uh, I've, I've been wealthy. I've been poor, you yeah. know, and, uh, as I've gotten older, I've found like, look, I'm not going to kill myself just life. Yeah. You know, I had everything. Yeah. You, you probably don't remember. No, I got the poor end of the stick. <laughs> the poor. I got the, you got to take your laundry to the laundry mat laundry at mat. the front There's, of the apartment complex. There's some coins, you know? Uh, yeah. So I, you know, I've had, I've had a lot of money and I had a lot of stuff and it really never made me any happier from what I see, you know? So now I just, you know, I'm not lazy. I work very hard and make a good living, but you live in your means. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm not out buying stuff I don't need. I mean, yeah. I, I'm into health and fitness and that's pretty much free. Yeah. So, you know, but I see a lot of women, you know, when they, you know, they kind of scan you and see what you're into and what, what you're doing. And, you know, once they find out I ain't got no retirement or, you know, don't own a home and uh, most of them aren't interested anymore really like yeah now i've also noticed that like women that are 55 my age i'm i'm want to date 50 plus Mm -hmm. i'm 61 so 50 plus is kind of where i want to be and i found that like if a woman is 50 or 55 and in great shape like hits the gym works out putting the clothes Mm -hmm. she's dating 45-year-old guys. Oh, they're dating younger. They want younger women or younger men. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Why would they go out with some old guy when they can get guys 10 years younger? Yeah. I And I get what you're saying, but I think, you know, because of some of those obvious reasons that you stated, you know, too, they're in different, different age ranges, different forms of life. But I think from a girl's perspective and obviously I'm like a lot younger but in in my perspective I would think that the women think it's more of like like a stability thing I I can agree with that yeah but you understand there's nothing stable in this world we learned it can all be gone literally yeah in a heartbeat we did learn that okay so you know if your faith is in money and bank accounts well Okay, you know, I hope that rug ever get, never gets pulled out from under you because right. you won't know how to function. I know how to function. Right. I so I know how to make money. So um, yeah, I understand that you know women want some stability, but um, and that's all that's all good, you know. But it, if they would get to know me, uh, I'm the guy that would work twice as hard so they don't have to. Yeah. Um, I would, wherever we lived, it would be the best, beautifulest place on that street. It would be, you know, me working hard so that they didn't have to. Right. You know? And they would get all aspects of it. Because you're, you know, you're very, like you were saying, sensitive, loving, supportive man. And that's like the second half of it as well. Right. You're getting like the true, like, relationship. Like, I want to be with you to be with you. Not just because, like, you know, your place is nice or you have nice things or you drive a nice car or whatever. Right. Right. So, yeah, I don't feel like I have to kill myself anymore to have a bunch of stuff so i can look good i'm a good man (laughs) exactly i I don't think i don't know if you know you're you know i know you've shared with me things how you struggled a little bit with uh uh, believing that you deserve a good man Mm -hmm. and you know i am a good man and there are women that notice it but 
they get caught up in like the material things yeah you know they start asking questions well what do you do and you know <laughs> my life is a little unorthodox you know? yeah as far as dating goes what have how have you got gotten yourself out there to be able to find oh crazy i you, mean you, you you know your young people are you know I don't know. I guess you're used to it, but yeah. yeah so I'm on the, uh, the couple of the dating sites and it, it's just, it's so impersonal. I mean, you can be talking, chatting, chatting with one and think, Oh, we're going to get together and never hear from her again. They ghost you. It's gone. You know, yeah. just poof gone. Yeah. You know, we talked for, you know, so I don't hold much credit. Yeah. I want to make sure it's, it's actually a woman on the other end of the line, not some guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to be catfished. Yeah. That's what we call a catfisher. Oh, yeah. Someone that isn't who they say they are online. Mm. Yes. Well, I'm on eHarmony. Okay. How long have you been on eHarmony for? A couple years. I'll never pay for eHarmony again. Why? There's no there's no women on there. Gotcha. There's 10 or 15 women that, that, are on, that I might be able to interact with. They're not healthy. Yeah, you know, they're they're they've got four cats and twenty five years of crap in their house, and it's just not what you're looking for. You know, baking all day. It's just you know, I don't know. For sixty, I, I mean, I'm I just want more a level of life more than sitting on the couch. Right. Yeah. Well, because so, you're you're still like very young at heart, you know. No, I've got it going on. <laughs> like one of my coworkers, she was like, "So you come in, you help me with my salon suite and stuff." And she'd seen you a couple of times, and then you came to the birthday party, and she was like, "Wait, that's your dad? How come he never looked like that when he came into the salon?" Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, you got a lot of 30-year-olds looking out for you. (laughs) No, it's not going to work. I can appreciate that. (laughs) No, no, I I just want, you know, a woman that, you know, is into trying to, you know, live a while. Right. You know, I want to live. Well, and you want someone that's going to match your energy, too. Right. Like, you know, you want to have similar interests. You want to... I mean, that's the biggest thing, I think. Like, and I could imagine it's probably hard in general to live, like, the fit lifestyle that you have and find other people that are continuing to do it. It's it's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. And and if the woman, you know, if the woman's 50 and she's hot and and toned and, and fit... You know, she can date guys that got money and go, can go do stuff right. and have fun. And, you know, and it just, <laughs> it just seems like, yeah, I mean, it still, com- I think it still comes down to just money with people. I think so. It's yeah. a hard thing for people to wrap their heads around the material thing. And I feel like, especially, oh, look at, I bought a house or like where I'm, oh, I just bought this new car or I'm traveling and here I am and look where I'm going. You know what I mean? So I do think it's like people are so caught up in that material part of life right. that they can completely miss something that's right in front of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. You know, so, you know, I, I, I keep trying and I keep out there dating and I, I meet a few women here and there, but they're, they're just not healthy enough. Yeah. With social media, I mean, you can meet women from all over the country and, you know, I met some, oh man, beautiful women, but one's in Wisconsin. Oh my God. <laughs> like 1800 miles away, you know, and we, chat once in a while just right. stay in contact but in case i'm ever out in wisconsin uh, 
<laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you know, I want someone that's close. You yeah. Know, that I can, you know, one day a week. It's hard. Dude, it's... Speaking from personal experience, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm the weekend girlfriend. I'm not going to get into that <laughs> because it's none of my business as a dad. <laughs> I believe in my daughter. Aww. She's a smart, strong <laughs> woman. Oh my God, my cat. I'm sorry. Thanks, Dad. That's yeah. nice. Well, I give him enough shit anyways, so, you know, it's fine. Yeah, okay. I'm on Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a premium member. You busted me. And, More detailed because you can put like your age range and you can put like filters basically on like who you want to see and who you want to match with. Did you uh, know that? I don't think I've done that. Oh, <laughs> I got you. I'm just on there. Yeah. I think that's a perfect segue because I really want to know what your profile says. Can mm. you read your profile on the pod? Interesting. Yeah, I can. <laughs> My profile says I've had many failures in life. I've had some success. I've been broke. I've been wealthy, which all has made me a better man. I've learned to give more than I receive. Wow. I'm super impressed. <laughs> I thought it was stupid. No. <laughs> no. I feel like it's very honest. You know, like you're coming from a place where you're just being honest and humble to like who you are. Hmm. You know what I mean? That's kind of what I got from it. I mean, compared to your last one. Well, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> my, my little, the last little one salty was in bad. That one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the last time, this was a couple of years ago, we had a conversation. I think he was on eHarmony and his profile said something along the lines of like, if you eat from a cardboard box, I'm not interested in you. <laughs> It's like, oh my god! Jeez, <laughs> I was gonna that's say about it. I was gonna say that. That's so funny. Okay, really quick. So I like the bio. I think you're being honest. I think the last episode we just had, we talked about like what the do's and don'ts to put in an online dating bio. Um, so that one I approve you to listen to if you want to listen to. I think that one is, you know, you could manage listening to that one um but i do like that i think little couple tips maybe adding a couple things you like to do like yeah that's down in the other section oh what's the other section well i think they you know there's a couple you make comments on a few of the pictures or whatever oh okay i haven't been on the dating apps in like almost two years now so well lucky you <laughs> <laughs> out of touch with what's happening you're so, so old whatever <laughs> so when i was on bumble it was kind of like tinder in a way where like you just had a bio and you had photos and then like you would match with people but it was like the girl had to reach out first that's correct but under the photos you can write a little caption oh okay, they have a gotcha. couple questions you can answer that kind of show up you know okay cool like what is um what is one of the main characteristics of a good relationship okay you know i put you know being honest you know yeah which matches your bio a lot i feel yeah. like so i mean have you had more luck with bumble um i don't know what happened last weekend but man i got like 20 i'm not kidding 25 <laughs> likes in one weekend Ooh. like women reached out to me i'm sorry to say 60 year old grandmas mm. you know that want Muscle man, Sam. Oh my! Just kidding. <laughs> I wish we were on video. You could have seen the flex. <laughs> of course, 
say to you. Yeah. But obviously just not what you're interested in. No, That's fair. I, dude, if you can't hike a pedicle peak to the first level, I mean, I, I can't be with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I can't do it. You yeah. know, I'm not going to ride in the ride along cart next to you. Um. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know. I plan on living a long time. So as I showed you before we started recording, I posted um, some questions on my Instagram story that people had wrote in. And we I also tried to pimp him out a little bit. So the 29 of you whose moms are single and dating i'm right here waiting um, send me a couple photos <laughs> we could get the whole thing going <laughs> yes have your moms listen to the episode um so right now we're gonna get into are you still talking are you still talking is our questions segment uh, a couple people had written in and they want to know some things. They have questions for you. The first question that I'm going to have you answer is, do you believe that the father should be the head of the household? I think for me, uh, one thing I've struggled with in the past um, couple of little short relationships I've had is that I need respect mm -hmm. now, that doesn't mean you know that I'm one thing I desire is a woman that sees me and sees greatness in me like sees you as like the man no just greatness okay you know I, I don't need to be the this yeah you know there's a silent strength I think that can come through a man it's not about dominance and power over the woman okay gotcha it's silent strength a man that's leading by example mm -hmm. okay and not you know your, your words got to line up with your actions he, he used to lead with love be the the strength in the family that's just leading by example it, it doesn't come through action right it, through actions of, of dominance and i really and, like that a lot i feel like that's going to be super informative for people to hear because I think a lot of the time people get confused with that that excerpt of masculinity, thinking that like I should be the dominant, I am the man, I make the rules, you know. Yeah, that's that's the key. Yeah, know, is to love, you know, to put your woman on a pedestal. Yeah. For her to be the shining light, <laughs> the 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 brighter she shines the better I'm going to look. Exactly. <laughs> Take notes, men, if you're still listening. What advice would you give a young mom on raising a teenage daughter? <laughs> you know, I, you know, I've seen it in, you know, in your life, it, you know, as, as a single parent, the mom usually has to be the man and the woman. She's got to be the strength and the nurturer. So that's it, a difficult role. I mean, it's a difficult job. I, I know I've watched you and, you know, it, it's, it's tough. Um, raising a teenage daughter. Yeah, that was pretty crazy <laughs> with me and you. Oh, I wish I could tell you some stories. Do it! Do it! <laughs> tell them a story. Oh, you know, the, the, Picking up on with the cops at the raves at two in the morning. I don't know. I think you really just got to. For me, it was. I 
just prayed a lot for you kids. Yeah. I prayed that God would watch over you and keep you safe because I knew, you know, you know, we, we, our family was broken and uh, there was a lot of stuff going on with me, with your mom. And I, I prayed and, you know, what I tell a lot of, um, mothers is that if you're trying to do like I said I was a, I'm a Christian so if you're trying to do what God's called you to do and like for me I know if I just go and do the things God calls me to do he's going to take care of my family yeah well and I always got caught <laughs> <laughs> like always always was the one to get in trouble every single time no matter what yeah. Except for the two times I hit on roofs from the police. That's fine. I think the most important thing is to pray for your children and then do what God is showing you to do. What is, I want you to tell from like your perspective, like one of like the craziest things that I did as a teenager. I think the funniest thing is that I still remember. I think I, I know what you're I gonna... see the three gang members. Tatum and her two girlfriends coming down through the parking lot of our apartments. Uh, Tatum was recently just in a car crash where she broke her arm. Because of a drunk driver. Yeah, so she's in a cast and she's you know, her little friends were little twiggy girls and she's you know, she's little maybe just a little (laughs) bit bigger than they are at this time and they're walking down through the parking lot but there's a six foot fence it wasn't it was a six foot fence and they were gonna throw her over a six foot fence (laughs) with a broken arm i'm like what the hell is wrong with you people walk around broke your your arm and you're in a cast and you're gonna try to Hop yourself over <laughs> I want to clarify it wasn't six feet. It was maybe like four feet and it was a brick wall. Right. We could see over it because that's where we're, we're at eye level. No. Yes. No. Yes. It was at least five, five. No. It wasn't four feet. There is no divider walls between apartment complexes that are four feet. Well, it was on a hill. Wasn't the complex like on a hill? <laughs> Look, don't argue with me. Okay. You, you had a broken arm. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I feel like the broken arm story is a lot more crazy, but I guess you can't yeah. really tell the whole part of that. That's a long one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it pissed me off. She could have went to like John C. Lincoln where it was like a $10,000 bill for one hour in the ER. Yeah, I got in trouble a lot. I lived a really crazy life because I think I was going through just a lot of family drama and shit that was going on in my life. And I remember that was the first time I was in the hospital. I had broken my arm because I was in a car accident with a drunk driver and he crashed into someone else. I was in the passenger seat. Um, and then that was the first time, right? Is that the real story? I've often won, often won. That is the real story. And I mean, I will tell a few truth details on other stories that came out. (laughs) No, I will literally tell that whole story. Should I say it now? Okay. We can talk later. Um, but yeah, well, that was the other thing is the guy who was driving tried to blame it on me, say that I was driving. I didn't even have a license then. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, no, that was not not it. But anyways, my point. So that was the first time I had like seriously gotten hurt from 
being in a drinking environment. Well, I think the one time that kills me, and it's like we can laugh now because obviously, like yes. I'm fine and it's okay. Yes. Um, but I actually ended up in the hospital again because I cracked my head open. Um, I had fallen and like hit my door or hit my head on the door and cracked it. It wasn't like I say it wasn't serious. Obviously it was serious, but it was not to the point where I was like profusely bleeding out of my skull. Like it was just a little crack. My friends, we went home. You took me to the hospital. I'm laying there and the doctor's like, yeah, we're going to have to give her three staples. And my dad sits there and he's like, are you going to have to shave her head? (laughs) I remember that. So cool. So cool. So cool. I think you need to shave her head. You're like, that would be the best revenge. Make her learn. Teach her a lesson. (laughs) I just remember being like, what? And the doctor was like, no, it's not that serious. We'll just staple it back together no big deal uh, it was funny I remember that. <laughs> oh, that was, you did that a couple of times there was one time i was getting community service i think for like the second oh, yeah. time and um he goes, judge. he goes in there with me to like the girl who's doing my paperwork and she's like okay well we're gonna have to give you like 12 hours of community service he's like how about a <laughs> hundred <laughs> and she was like um, well, legally we can't do that because of the severity of the case, but like I can give her 24. <laughs> like, I oh my. That. And then I think the rest of the kids got more too. Did they? <laughs> cause of trouble. Yeah, well, good. you know what? Community service taught me a lot, you know, volunteering in the environment. It really makes you learn your lesson. It's well, a good punish, punishment. It is. Yeah, you know, time. You know, that's it. Having yeah, to, having to do time somewhere, and that's all good. Yeah, there was some crazy stories. We don't have enough time for. I that. know. We'll have I to know. do a second episode. A sequel. There's anything I didn't ask you, or anything else you want to say before we go? No, I think it's been interesting. You know, I, I. Um, I'm just so proud of you. You're such a strong, lovely woman. Thanks. And, and uh, yeah, I, I, I think, you know, um, dating, you know, if I could say anything to the, like, if, if it's a m- woman audience, is that, you know, you, you have to respect yourself enough to make the man show that he cares for you yeah and i I mean i still open doors um yep i i you know that's the minorest thing that i think a guy can do is like hey get in no they can open the door for you and show that he has some respect for women you know um you don't need to be with all these little boys that are running around trying to preach to show how cool they are you know um you really need to hold out for yeah yeah one, one that the one that puts you ahead. little things that mean so much right because I feel like a real man isn't gonna ghost you they're not gonna gaslight you they're not gonna play games if a man wants to be with you he's gonna be with you and he's gonna do everything in his power to show you that mm. he wants to be with you hmm. yeah. I'm going to listen to them words. <laughs> I haven't met a woman yet that I want, you know, that I want to do that for. You, yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, th- I think that's, yeah. you know, that's kind of like what I've taken. That's what I decided when I wanted something serious. I'm like, I'm going to place boundaries for myself. And if someone doesn't like them, then they're not the person for me, right. you know, and there's always like, 
you don't want to do something too over the top, obviously, but like boundaries by your means, like things that are really important to you, you know, things that you believe in. Like, and I don't get around. He'll be with you. He'll show you that he wants to be in a man. Then like, he's obviously not the one. Don't put any more time in that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you know, and if you haven't felt that way about a woman, then I think a couple that I felt that way. Oh, okay. But they're just not interested. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I say hi once in a while, but, um, yeah, it just, it seems like, you know, the light hasn't turned on in their head yet. Yes. (laughs) Timing, (laughs) timing is everything. Well, we're going to leave it off at that note. Um, if any of your guys's single moms are interested, (laughs) seriously, DM me. (laughs) We're not joking about that. Um, until then, you know, we'll see you next week. Thank you, sweetie. All right. See you guys later. Girl, stop talking. Yeah, I'm so proud of my my daughter. She's done such amazing things at such a young life. She's surpassed everything I've done in my life at this point. Yeah, I'm so happy. My children are, you know, if I was to die, I wouldn't have to worry about them. They are to see that your your children are self-sufficient. Whatever happens, uh, they're going to scramble and they're going to get through it. And it's comforting as a... uh, you know, as a parent, to see that, you know, your kids are strong, um, self-supportive, and and reaching out to help others in this world, you know, that makes me happy. Yep. So, yeah, that is like my life mission, I feel like. You know, that's like my whole business motto, my mission statement in my business is to empower other people to be the best versions of themselves, right. which is something I, you know, I feel like I've gotten from you and everything. And like you said, super hardworking. Just and that- in our DNA. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the rest of my family also, uh, my brother and sisters, were all giving people, all in the field of helping others. We just, I don't know, it's in our DNA to help yeah. people. For some reason, we just, we care for humanity. We want, we when we see someone down, we want to lift them up. We want to help them, you know, with whatever we can, you know, a smile, a you know information something to to make their day better do you feel like would you consider yourself like very empathetic to other I'm people's very feelings? empathetic yeah that's part of my problem same <laughs> uh yeah literally I am same. a thousand percent empath. like you can yeah. like for me the way i am like i can feel someone else's pain so like if someone's like in front of me we're having a deep conversation they start crying i start crying yeah. like because even like the fucking disney movies dad like Disney movies I'm like watching with my seven year old and I'm like shedding tears to Frozen 2 when she gets frozen crazy so ah